This week on Zen and Not Zen, Pro Time Edition. This all got started with some guy trying to fuck a robot. This is all that this was. (laughs) All the AI goes back to a lonely guy trying to fuck something. (laughs) Theoretically. Theoretically, yeah. In in theory, yeah, some guy in his room talking to himself. What if we fucked it? (laughs) Theoretically. Just hear me out. (laughs) Just hear me out. (laughs) Uh, George, why did you make the droid with a vagina? I thought we said... I uh, thought we circled back around to that. I I thought we'd... uh, Judgment call. Yeah. Bro time. Bro time. Bro time. Life does not start and stop at your will, you miserable fuck. (laughs) Big Lebowski. Oh, well, Just a replug. Re- oh, shit. Speaking of IT problems, fuck. So my router went down. I had to, like, fucking figure that shit out. Like, reset it. Yeah. 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 Duh. Uh-huh. So then I had to go on, like, fucking my phone. I'm, like, diagnosing, like, trying to report an out- outage and She's shit. And then I'm doing online chatting with somebody, and this person is making me feel like <laughs> the dumbest motherfucker on the face of the planet. So then I start being like, okay, you know, to be honest, I have done what you're telling me to do right now. Uh-huh. And Not then, an idiot. And then the tone changed even more, and she became so fucking impatient with me on this shit. And I'm just like, you know, I was fucking sitting there like, Give me a moment to review your shit. It's like, my shit's fucked up. Like, you know, what do you yeah. got to review? Yeah, yeah. Like, I literally, like, went to, like, a sub-menu on the, like, your shit's fucked up. We're going to chat now. I'm like, cool, got it. <laughs> I was perfectly patient with that. But when I'm like, hey, I already restarted my router, she got fucking pissed. Oh, damn. What was the problem? Fucking, I, for whatever reason, I, I still, so, basically, my, my router and all that shit, all those names, like, the name it was, which mm-hmm. was... The, the cool guy who set it up named it Zeppelin. I was like, yeah. All right, I was go. like, yeah, yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was all stoked. But then it just, for whatever reason, went to some no-name thing. Oh, right. And I had to go find, like, the original sticker. Oh, the, like, oh. the original sticker. Like LXB9438. Right. Like, that code. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, it was kind of fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Not as fucked up as death, but definitely put, <laughs> put shit very in. Close. Put very close. The plight of very me. Close. I spent several hours in my house with no internet. Oh, uh, could have been bored Actually, it was probably, probably, probably actually no wireless internet. For all I know, I had internet. Yeah, you probably get cellular use, so, you know. Ah, jeez, my God. It's all slow, my, though. you do it. I know Might those well guys. Broadband. I know those guys who do 23 in the hole. I know how it's like. <laughs> I know how it's like. You know how it's like. Brother, I know your yes, pain. Yes, I feel your plight. Several minutes uh, without Wi-Fi. <laughs> I can understand your plight. I, I realize. Uh, it's like when Spotify went down a couple of weeks ago or a couple of months ago. Yeah. yeah. Yoga teachers all We're across all the, the world media. were fucking oh, going shit. crazy. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. I, wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't have that infrastructure shit on my phone. Like, you know, if we're just talking, like, you got to just listen to classic rock or whatever, let's go. We can do that. But I, yeah. don't, I don't have, well, obviously, I don't have yoga playlists, but I don't have a lot of that, <laughs> you know, that shit, Frequency. that instrumental shit. Yeah. Without some guy yelling fuck in the background, I'm not going to be able to get down. Well, actually, there's a, there's people that yell fuck in their yoga classes. Actually, I say fuck a lot in my yeah. yoga classes. Good times. Yeah. Fuck and I play a lot of words. Yeah, Fook. Fook. P-H. Yeah. Yeah. Your inner Fook. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, I mean, death is so. I think with death, it's so interesting because, like, we all know that we're gonna die. We all yeah. know it's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, but it's still something that still is so fearful for a lot of yeah. us. <clears throat> it's not accepting, and and I a lot of cultures are different. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be down with that news tomorrow. Well, yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. as, as nonchalant as I could be. I mean, when we've talked about this shit before, like in the frame in the context of religion, like when we had our talk chat, our podcast about religion, and I yeah. just. I, I, one of the things that, you know, I still believe is a lot of people cling to that because they are so scared of death. Yeah. Yeah. It's a comforting thought to think. Yeah. You know, for me, it's probably a little more grounded in that it's just like, can it just be you're going to sleep and not waking up? Yeah. Yeah. I think like, you know, that's all. I, I mean, growing up in an extremely religious setting, I was far more afraid of death then than I am now hmm. in, uh, isn't that, wow. isn't that weird though? Because like it, now how I view death, like it's more of like a, uh, not like a scientific, but like it is scientifically proven that energy or, uh, yeah, energy can't be destroyed. Right. It can only be transferred. So mm-hmm. we are energy. We have to go somewhere. We can't cease to exist. We just become something else. What that other thing is, it, you know, I'm not sure, 
but the thought of a good and a bad place and if you don't follow these rules that will differentiate (laughs) whether you like that terrified me about death and now i'm just like oh we just all go back to the same place doesn't matter where what we do in this life like we just re-emerge into whatever the next thing is and that is a way more peaceful thought for me now thinking about that rather than thinking about did i follow all these rules some to get to gate, this thing some, right. some, some arbitrary meeting involving right. yeah in, in in the imagery that i was always kind of think some dude in a fucking white robe right long yeah. beard uh, let me god go over the list of your too? life isn't god usually bald with long white hair wouldn't you think god would have flowing locks no i think god has flowing I locks. Has flowing I, locks i think of him like as yeah Zeus white christian kind of character. God has yeah white, locks. white yeah. christian yeah. God. like he looks yeah. like santa claus long totally. beard white yeah. hair same family yeah, yeah exactly yeah, they're like cousins <laughs> fuck that all makes sense yeah right easter buddies are pet you, you know guys, all you guys down, could dude. literally i mean i you know i don't know that i mean i'm not that fucking stupid but i know so little about religion i'm like really no fucking shit oh yeah yes same Revelation Nicholas. Santa's in yeah. Revelation. Nicholas. Nicholas. Exactly. Like, fuck, okay. Cupid's like Slimer. You know, Slimer. He's like, kind of flies oh, around. Oh, so fucking shit. See the, see the key. He's going to fucking do like a He's sub. He's like Peeves from free, Harry Potter. Free podcast. He's like, Kinsey, the key is get him to source material that he can relate to and we'll convince him of anything. <laughs> yes. DeLorean. This is how we do it. <laughs> DeLorean. <laughs> You focus on the plus capacitor. Oh, God. Oh, man. But yeah, I think, you know, definitely people get hung up on what that next step is. Yeah. You know, we have no fucking clue. We no. have no idea how to know. It's more of like a gnosis, you know, yeah. like an intrinsic need of knowing. You, Robin, think that we'll just go on the ground and go to sleep. That's great. I think there's another life and then store for us in some yeah, way. For sure. People in uh, other religious beliefs might think we'll go to a heaven or a hell, right? Yeah. You know, and that's cool. Well, I might not go in the ground. Let's yeah. be honest. I <laughs> might not go in the ground. Oh, that's great. How would you, what, what would you like to do with your body after it's? Uh, oh, well, see, that's body? not going to be. Oh, why. I mean, I know, I know, technician. I know, yeah, yeah, okay. cream, cream. Yeah, 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 no, no. I mean, <laughs> in all honesty, I mean. Because I'm terrified of being buried alive. <laughs> that's mainly why. Yeah, like I want back you in the to day, be they would Sure. Dig people up and see claw marks on oh, the inside. Yeah, yeah. Strings the bells with the bells. Yeah, yeah, grave robbers yeah. and shit would wake yeah. people up. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's and why I it was also, a graveyard shift. Yeah. I, so I move around. Tada. Ring the bells. Yeah. I move around so much in my physical life. Like, I don't like being in the same city for, for, for very long. So, thinking about laying to rest in, in one place forever is just like well, uh-huh. i mean in yeah. light of in light of you know i mean again parsing the amount of fucks you can give about shit isn't isn't just the traditional burial also just very just non-economical bad for the environment yeah, and just like we're putting we're putting lacquered wood in the ground and right. shit you know what i mean With, like, like if we're just like, like at, at its yeah. base like yeah. you're putting like a very heavily varnished very nice Probably metal bra- brass wood thing. Mm-hmm. I want to be in a the tree. Ground. They can do that now. Yeah, they can they do that. Can, yeah, yeah see, see, I vibe with that. that. Yeah, I can vibe with that. Yeah. It's on. You know? It's on wax now. You, know, you go- can put. You can cremate me or make me a tree. That this is my living will. This podcast. There you <laughs> go. Oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there All right. There you All go. Right. <laughs> yeah, a tree wouldn't be bad, you know. But then you know, it'd be pretty funny or, or also fucked up be like yeah man that's that's robin's tree over there and it's just some guy like fucking <laughs> smoking yeah, marble like, reds yeah, underneath it some shit and shit in his rav four just plows into it and you're like oh god we'll see i wish i didn't know that that was robin this is, this what? is robin's stump now. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. what about like making you into a, like a weed plant right instead of a tree yeah yeah no what was it up and smoke was it up and smoke was like yeah I mean, I just want to be cremated. They mix me up and smoke me, man. Uh, yeah, and then in uh, How High, uh, Method Man. The documentary How High. The documentary yeah. How High. Yes. Uh, Method Man accidentally smokes his friends. Because his friend died, turned yeah. into ashes. Ashes got mixed in to the uh, weed. Yeah. And he smoked that, and then he could see his friend, and his friend helped him through college. The test, yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. The test, yeah. yeah. Very, very good. See, there you go, Robbie. You come back on Friction Style. I help you with the test. There we go. That's great. Kids, I, I could really help you with that that useless degree <laughs> in history. Uncle Robin, coming back. Yeah, Uncle Rob. Uncle <laughs> Rob. Yeah. For that fucking 90s class that'll be like really cool in college, like probably what, like through, what, 15 years from now? Uh-huh. There'll be a lot of 90s classes. Maybe yeah. 20 years oh, from yeah. now. Totally, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, 90s God. culture. Oh, God, that's right. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh, we could that's... be like professors. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, like I mean, 
So my favorite class to take in college, and this would have been 45, 40 to 50 years after the fact, was I took 60s in America. And that was yeah. like a class. Oh, that was, that's cool. a that was one of the That was one of the only classes that I caught up. I got up got up early for World War II in Europe, which was one of the, with one of the old school guys from UW. Like, the, uh, been there for like 50 years. Yeah. He honestly looked like Mr. Hand from, uh, <laughs> from fucking... <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah. Ray, Ray Walston yes, or whatever. Yes, yes, And he was great. Uh, but yes, so 60s in America. So if we follow that, that would be 68. And I was taking that in like, there's say 67. I was taking that in 2007. So that means yeah. if we follow that, that was roughly 40 years. So that means that 90, we're about 10 years away from like 90s being kind of maybe a class that oh people would God. take. Yeah. A lot of stuff happened in the I 90s. I mean, we're starting to get a lot of those docu- documentaries and shit now because we're at like 30 years. Yeah. I think once we get 40 and 50, you're going to be like, you're going to have assholes like, I'm like, oh, that guy, that guy, they're interviewing that guy for a fucking documentary now? Uh He doesn't know shit. Yeah, like Dark Side of the 90s. The micro machine guy. Yeah, Dark Side of the 90s is narrated by Mark McGrath. Mark McGrath, yeah. yeah. Fucking Sugar Ray, man. Fucking Sugar Ray. I think, um, yeah, I think if I was, you know, when I die, um, I I really wanted to be cremated. Actually, Mm -hmm. you know, I went through a phase I wanted to be mummified. I thought that would be kind of fun. Ooh, yeah, you know, just be mummified. I don't want like my body displayed anywhere. I just thought the, yeah. the process would be kind of fun. Yeah, sure. Um, but I think now, um, now I have a little more respect for my body yeah. and understanding. I don't want my organs pulled through my nose and yeah. all this shit. Um, so yeah, I think uh, cremated in some kind of way, not to be kept. Yeah. To be scattered. Right. Like, yeah. don't keep me. Oh, you know what? No, no, no. no. I don't want to be in a closet. <laughs> you don't, me, you don't want me in, like, one of my, one of my retired bongs on my <laughs> fireplace. <laughs> like, eh, don't use that one. That's got Adam in it. It's got Adam in it. That's only for special occasions. The, the, yeah. the, the friend who stank from out of town's like, I cleaned the bong that was yeah. on the mantle. I'm like, no. just co- it was all covered with this ashy dust. <laughs> No, but I think I like the, that human compost idea. You know? Yeah, yeah it's good call. Go, yeah. Yeah, good yeah. call. I'm down, I'm down for that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm less... I, I think uh, I was very scared of death religiously for a while and then just anxiety-wise after that. And there was this comedian, Jen Kirkman. She has a bit where she was like, I didn't ask to be born and now I'm terrified to die. And that's the <laughs> shit I live in every day. And that's exactly how I felt. And now, <laughs> now it's just like, it's just this inevitable thing. It happens to everybody. It's yep. out of my control. I can't avoid it. I can't not have it happen. So I've come to an acceptance, not that I'm rushing to it, but it's just like, I'm curious, mm-hmm. like what might happen. What's it's a completely experience that no one has been able to verbalize to anybody else. So it's going to be like a, a a brand new thing for everybody. Right. So for me, it's not exciting, but it's more. It's the anxiety has been replaced with like peace about it. Yeah. Like I just. It, I just I don't sweat it anymore. Yeah. Did you ever I see, sweat it for a long time. Did you ever time. see that meme and it's like you know the my parents in their thirties like oh we should have some kids that it just goes down to the like guy with the tear me in my thirties yeah. sure wish they hadn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. That's exactly it. That was the vibe for a very long time. So fucked up. I was like, I didn't ask to be born, and now I fucking can't. Uh, Can't handle that. And that's the shit I live in. God damn. Well, they've, uh, so uh, as far as medicines go, they've had a lot of success with um, having uh, acceptance of of end of life with uh, psilocybin dosages. Yeah. So, you know, people that are terminal in some kind of way, that that are afraid of that step, or, you know, just have an overarching fear of death. Yeah. Um, you know, an introduction to some kind of psilocybin treatment. I can't remember the dosage, but it's a dosage. It's a hallucinogenic dosage. Because mm. what the, the thing is, is you have like this um, this moment of realization. Yeah. Right? And that's also why that they use psilocybin moment, for... Like um, what that would feel like. Totally, right? Yeah. And that's, it's almost like an acceptance in, into mm. that, oh, I just get it. Yeah. That Again, that gnosis, right? That yeah. internal knowing of just like, oh, got it. Yeah. You know, so there's like, you know, those, those drugs like that, that are really, really kind of making their way into it. Um, but there's also people that, um, I have a friend named Frankie. Well, I call her Frankie. Her name's Allison. Um, <laughs> but, uh, she's a death doula. Oh yeah. You were telling you us know? about her. And so like, That's you know, just like a birth doula helps catch the baby on the way in and, yes. you know, take care of the mom, the death doula will help that, that person transition out. Yes. Whether sitting with that human or like making sure their financial paperwork's and all that stuff's in order, you yeah. know, if nobody else is around to do that, 
<clears throat> or the family doesn't have the wherewithal to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. So now there's these people that are coming in that are embracing that I can hold this space. I can sit with you. I can provide this comfort yeah. make sure that That's you're taken incredible. care of on the way out. And my God damn. So maybe again, like, especially in the West, mm-hmm. we kind of tend to abandon our family when they get to an age, mm-hmm. you know, like we put them in homes, we do all this stuff with them. Whereas in like the Eastern cultures, they pretty much adopt them back in, yeah. you know, if they're not already living with them. Right. You know, so um, a lot of that fear of death can also be that fear of abandonment of like, well, fuck, man, as I get older, I'm just going to go sit in a fucking room, have like, you know, X amount of chips. I can go downstairs and play the slots and do whatever I can do in the arcades and fucking whatever old people do in their fucking old folk homes. I'm sure there's arcades in there, Robin. I hope so. Totally. You know, (laughs) we are opening the nursing home arcade. I'm sure there's arcades in there, Robin. Robin. I'm like, sounds good. I got like 30 years, but sign me the fuck up. But Better you know, at like, Pong. You know, there, there's that abandonment. So, yeah. yeah, of course we're afraid of that stage of life, yeah. you know, so. I think the death itself I'm not afraid of. It's the getting to that point. And, like, I think having, like, um, like a violent or painful end, like, that that to me is, like, if I were to be scared about something, yeah. it's, like, the moments before that moment. But if it's just, like. Yeah. Yeah. I have a friend, I won't say this person's name, but I have a friend that um, has a gift that can see how people are going to pass. <gasps> and um, Oh, I don't know if I'd want to know. Right. And I've asked that person to not share that with me. Mm. And uh, and not that I'm afraid of it. I just, Ooh, I, I'm not even really to, curious. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's interesting. So, um, Final Destination 7. Right. Yeah. But yeah, that, uh, that, yeah, that, that fear of like how you're going to pass, like, yeah. is it the violent, am I going to yeah. be somebody's burden? Yeah. Right. Am I going to have to be something somebody cleans up, yeah. you know, or that point of like degrading, like your health degrading to a point of yeah. your passing. Yeah. There's always that just, and I think a lot of it for me is, is the burden side. Like yeah. I don't, I'm not a burden to people. And we talked about this in mm-hmm. our burden episode, you know. In a, in a weird way, and I don't mean to morbidize this, but like that's kind of want to go out back to the barn yourself. <laughs> no, <laughs> yes. no, but like you know, we I, I okay, I can't say we all, but I've had suicidal thoughts in the past, yes, you know, sure. and, yeah, and yeah, so one of the okay, things our nonchalance that, about that was a little scary, but whatever. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah no, we're just all like, oh yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Sign me the fuck up for some right. of those. Yeah. But you know, one of the things that stopped me from doing anything drastic was not wanting somebody to find me. Yeah, you yeah, know? and yeah. I don't want that. You know, if I I could just disappear and go off right. and then just nobody would ever see me. What happened to Adam? Who right. fucking knows? Yeah, okay, yeah. Right. That's one thing. But for somebody to find my body to whatever I did to it, to get it to that state mm-hmm. was the big deterrent for me to ever do that. Yeah. Right. And so, um, like sometimes like, fuck man, like that, that state of like being in that last mm-hmm. moment, I think that's a little, that's a little scary to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, but as far as like passing, um, I mean, I can say this now cause I don't, technically have any health issues I should worry about, but I don't feel like I have any issues with passing. Yeah. Um, and it's not really something I've really thought about a lot in the past. Mm-hmm. So I can't really say I thought about, I can have a feeling to where it was and to where it is now. Um, but I think I'm pretty neutral with it. Yeah. You know, it's going to happen. It's okay. Yeah. Um, I hope it's not painful. Right. Um, if it is, I hope I find my peace with it. Mm-hmm. But, um, but you know, there's, there's so much beauty that can come with that passing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the love that comes from it. There's, uh, people coming out that haven't seen you in a long time, you know, amends being restored, you know, like we talked about earlier, but <clears throat> I think the NWA was what we were talking <laughs> about. Earlier. Just to really bring it, we're having <laughs> a serious, serious yes. moment. It's like what we talked about earlier <laughs> the for the listeners, philosophy. just to bring you back. That was the NWA conversation uh, earlier. The going philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> But you know, it's uh, it 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 gives us uh, an opportunity. I forgot what I was talking about now. No, how uh, uh, death can bring a lot of good things with it. Yeah, yeah, it you brings know, people together. Yeah. Yes, it brings people together. It gives us it gives us an understanding that um, maybe we have something that we want to still live for. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think so. One of the people that passed away in my life recently uh, was a gentleman named Scott, mm-hmm. very close to us. Uh, he's been he's been friends with Monica for a long time. Monica actually married Scott and his wife Carmen. Uh, and so we, as couples became kind of close, but they were always close. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and when Scott passed, it really devastated the friend group a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he was a big integral part of that. Uh, but the beautiful thing was that we, I mean, the, the entire friend group more or less found the beauty in Scott's passing and mm-hmm. understood that 
everything that happened after it was a catalyst of that happening. And it was almost like part of it was like, we're not going to let this man die in vain. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it was, we're going to continue the work that he was doing and the beauty that he was spreading around this world. And so, you know, a part of you will always live on, Mm -hmm. you know, in that kind of way, you know, in the energetic way always, but in that physical, like that mental way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You you always have a piece of that person around you, you know, living through that spirit. Yeah. You know, so I think if we can find a different way to approach it uh, culturally, again, culturally, because there's yeah. cultures out there that are fucking totally cool with death. And they're like, yeah. cool, Uncle Bob, you're going to pass away. Oh. We'll see you come back, you know, 10 years later right. as the newborn. Oh, you know? right. See, this is one I did. There is a somebody in the U.S. that does Viking funerals. <gasps> Wouldn't mind that. Oh, sign a nice me the Viking pyre. Sign me oh, up yeah. for the fucking yes. the fire canoe or whatever. Can I shoot cool. an arrow of fire Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially in the Pacific. <laughs> Northwest, we can make that happen. So that's that's actually that. how I want okay. that. Right. I want the Viking pyre. No yeah, problem. just fucking send me out of the canoe. <laughs> but light your chakras up, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're lying now, motherfucker. Oh, so good. I'm gonna light your chakras up. You better get start working on your archery because they're gonna be on. I mean, my my lifestyle is considerably healthier than it was three years ago. But you're gonna outlive me. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You look at me. You like, oh yeah. Don't put that <laughs> evil on me, man. I don't want to outlive you. Nah, man. You got to shoot that arrow. All right. You know, I Peyton's haven't an had a lot of Peyton's an death like, around okay. me. I had, a, I had my grandparents that I wasn't really particularly yeah. close to. It happened when I was younger. Yeah. My dad got diagnosed with cancer. But he survived, mm-hmm. but it was very uh, not good for a while. So we prepared for that to be a possibility. But that happened when I was like in fourth grade. So that was yeah. like as close as I got to like someone yeah. super, super close. Yeah. Um, and my grandmother that's still living, that bitch is just going to live forever. So <laughs> I, <laughs> she's going to outlive me at this point. And I um, I just started thinking about that recently of, of like, because I've been watching a lot of like... Uh, um, medium shows of people uh, getting uh reaching out to people that have passed that are really close mysteries. with and i'm like i'd have nobody right now which i guess maybe is a good thing that i'd i'd have to reach out to I, you know i've had yeah friends. you wouldn't want to do like a Whoopi goldberg ghost scenario <laughs> yeah. it's like I'm like uh well i'm not getting any picking up any uh anybody want to talk to you right now so <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah it's like i'm just getting no vibe in this room but in the last year i've had so many people that i'm not super super close with, close with now but was at maybe one time that have you know taken their own lives and that's Fuck. been something that has just been coming up like constantly or people that are close to me having people close to them and so it's starting to become closer and close closer to my circle. It, yeah, circle. Yeah, yeah. That's but that's as tough an adult, I, I don't think I've really dealt with like a a death. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, I both my family's so tiny, <laughs> but I lost my grand my like both of my grandparents yeah, on one kid. side when I was like young, young, yeah. and then like. It, again, they like they didn't live in the same state. Right. None of them did, and then yeah. two of them didn't even live in the same country. So yeah. it's like it was just like. Did, it wasn't it like, hey, this is tight, connection. but it was just like, yeah. yeah, it just really did not wreck me. And it honestly kind of made me pretty nonchalant about grandparent deaths. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really for my entire life. Yeah. Because I'm just sitting there like, uh, Well, when my grandma cool, is, it, it, uh, is living now, that will be a big one for sure. Yeah. 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 She's yeah. kind of like the, <laughs> I was going to say next in line. <laughs> but I mean, she's like almost 90 and she's, yeah. I mean, she's still yeah. like moving and grooving and stuff, but like. I have like a very deep emotional connection with her, yeah. but I maybe that maybe that's my reason for being maybe nonchalant about death is just I've never really as an adult like had to. That's the thing, like you know, it's you know, and that's that's therein lies the thing. Yeah, yeah, I've had a you know in my teenage years, you know, a couple friends passed away. Oh, when I was teenager for sure. Yeah, yeah, I had a roommate pass away when I was nineteen. Yeah, sucked. But if the first one that really impacted me. was a gentleman named Les, and uh, he was uh, the head. Well, when I met him, he was the head bouncer at Jillian's. Um, six foot eight, three hundred and seventy pounds, just behemoth of a man, just yeah. the sweetest guy in the world. And um, and he was, and he worked there forever, longer before, way before I did. <clears throat> and he was just a staple of that place. And so Monica knew him. My kids know him. My my oldest kid, Sydney, their mom. All of the family of Jillian's all knew left, and he's a great man. And uh, and he uh, 
passed away in his sleep one night. He had sleep apnea and he just mm. stopped breathing and he, yeah. I think, he had a heart attack also on, yeah. on top of that. But that was the first uh, adult death that really impacted me, and I remember not not taking that very well at yeah. all. Um, and and it really, it 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 I wasn't in a place to deal with it then, and yeah. I still wasn't when my dad passed. Mm. Um, but uh, but yeah, that was the first one that was really just like devastated me. It was yeah. like fuck, man, that was a a big, huge person in my life that, mm-hmm. uh, literally and figuratively, you know, emotionally, but he, uh, he left his impact. It was a, the, one of the, the first tattoos I got, I think my third or fourth tattoo was, mm. uh, was his hand on my chest, oh. um, holding up the number one. He'd always, every time he'd walk in, he'd hold up his big bear paw with, the, with <laughs> one finger and he's like, you're number one boy. Oh, I'm like, Oh, thanks. Les. I fucking love, love you. That. Um, but yeah, so but that was the that was the start of my my tribute tattoos. Yeah. So I do have a lot of uh, tattoos that uh, of people that have passed away. Yeah. Um, you know, on my on me, and that's one of the the things that I learned uh, superstition lore, I guess, uh, for tattoos is you don't tattoo any living person's name on your body unless mm. they're your children, mm-hmm. um, or it's bad luck. Yeah. You know. So, but I, but I, remember, is that, is that sure. the rules? I, it sounds it's, sensible. That does. It's sound one of the it's one of the lures, right? Like if you get your girlfriend's name tattooed on you, you're gonna get a divorce or you're gonna separate. Well, yeah, right? it seems like a yeah. terrible. But it's yeah. like your kid. They're George like Carlin had a whole bit yeah. on that. He's like, you get a rework to say fuck Susie. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, so the other side of this, what about um, people that are so afraid of death that they, they just want to? Well, they don't live life, but they're trying to extend death, like transhumanists. Oh, like wanting, like Walt Disney, like uh, freeze me and freeze re- me. Oh, like that, you know, that trippy ass shit on Silicon Valley that Gavin Belson was doing, that Blood Boy, where he had that okay. like young kid, uh-huh. that young kid who was uh, like that athlete and he was swapping out his blood with the younger guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like an oil change for the ultra rich. Uh huh. Yep. There's definitely practices like that. So yeah. there's transhumanism. Also, is uh, merging your um, your consciousness with IT. I have no desire. Right, to with some kind of artificial intelligence. None whatsoever. Right, whether Blood that's boy. merging you with it, like yeah. what Google's talking about with Oculus, right. where you would have like this front display in your eyes. Yeah. Or you merge your consciousness with a droid that has a silicone body, but it's your personality, your thing, right? Yeah. So there's all these different, within there's, there's also the medicines, right? So we'll, we'll, we'll find This all got started with some guy trying to fuck a robot. This is right. all that this was. <laughs> all the know, AI goes back to a lonely guy trying to fuck something. <laughs> yeah. Theoretically. It all, it all Theoretically, yeah. Theoretically. In, in theory, yeah, some guy in his room talking to himself, what if we fucked it? <laughs> Theoretically. Just hear me out. <laughs> Just hear me out. <laughs> uh, George, why did you make the droid with a vagina? I thought we said... I uh, love <laughs> you. That we I, I, I thought we'd... Uh, Judgment yeah. call. Yeah. We, I thought we didn't fully close the door on the sex organs. <laughs> oh, but yeah, there's... I mean, there is so much... Uh, potential technology that's being yeah. developed to prolong human life because of that fear of death. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't, um, like anytime I would watch a, like a, a fantasy movie or a book where people were trying to have the gift of immortality. I'm mm-hmm. like, why? Yeah. Like why? Then it just means that like, honestly, for this, me, I'm, these, these if 2020s I'm ready for death, aren't like, fucking I'm, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not looking to stick around. I, I guess I'm more, uh, curious about what's next rather than prolonging what is yeah and like taking everything from what is that i can but not being so attached to it that i'm unwilling to let go of it that's beautiful good for you that was bars that was great that was pretty oh yeah yeah Thank you. Also, it makes me, it also makes me think yeah, of that Doctor Who episode. The fucking look she just gave me. Wow, I'm yeah. Thank you. I'm like, I didn't fucking say anything. I was Adam. I was staring at the wood knot on the wall, trying to think of how to word this. No, like thinking of being uh, immortal th- makes me think of that Doctor Who episode uh, where there's this woman Cassandra who just ends up being like a slab of skin with eyeballs and lips because like oh. she's lived so far in the future that like humans just aren't able to support themselves anymore. Right. And so they just keep uh, like weighing, like making her thinner and thinner. And there's like people that just moisturize.
terrifies her, but she's just like this <laughs> canvas of skin and she just wants to keep living as this canvas of skin. And I'm just like, why? I know this is a, this, yeah. this, this, this show, people go dressed up as like time machines about it, cons and stuff. Oh, I fucking this, love oh, yeah. this show Doctor is, Who. This show is yeah, huge. Get down I didn't get start down Doctor Who until the pandemic. I was not a Doctor Who person until the pandemic. Okay. And then I started watching it. And I'm like, this show is beautiful. It's beautiful. It's smart. It's optimistic. It's like this guy who just will always find a, a way out even when there isn't a way out. And he's funny. And now it's a, a she. They had the first female Doctor Who ever um, oh. a couple years ago. Um, but he, they, they the Doctor reincarnates every... They have like... Uh, seven cycles or whatever so they never die but they're always in a different suit which is how it's been able to be a show since the 60s interesting but it's it's a it's a great fucking show and it it gets into like quantum physics and Mm -hmm. human relationships and it's it's literally got everything it's got everything i can see why so the show i've been wanting to get down with uh you know from back in the day was quantum leap i need to like dust off some bacula man i gotta dust off some bacula get back into some bacula baby <laughs> but like uh, some oh, of the shit that. i've seen on uh youtube of some of the scenes i've seen from quantum leap have not aged well i yeah, definitely I mean, would definitely definitely would not get away with some of that shit now yeah. i uh i i rewatched uh stargate sg1 with uh, richard yeah, dean yeah, anderson i saw the movie I didn't, I didn't watch the show ah, I watched the, the show movie. The, the movie was good yeah, the show yeah. was oh. legit yeah and it's, I think it still holds up. I, I actually, I throw oh, it, it on every once in a while. Yeah, people love that show. Oh, dude, going speaking, to and shit, speaking man, of Richard great. Dean Anderson, I saw a meme, and it was like a photo. It's like seeing a photo of an overweight Richard Dean Anderson broke down on the side of the highway has ruined all my childhood <laughs> about MacGyver. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I haven't seen him recently. Oh, he's just, you know, well, it's just his car broke down. Some asshole took a photo of him. It's like, yeah, MacGyver ain't got shit. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. yeah that's, <laughs> that's basically the point. It was just my job. Yeah, right. That's not it me. It was really not Someone stop and help me. Stop throwing paper clips. If, 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 if I, re- I need if a I, toe, God if, damn I, it. if I remember correctly, he was an archaeologist in the show. Uh, SG One? No, 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 and MacGyver. Oh, MacGyver. I've never watched SG One. I just kind of wrote off sci-fi, like from like 1994. I was just like, "Fuck this!" And like, I just didn't watch like any of that shit until like about probably 25. I'm like, I should probably give Star Wars a shot. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yes. You know, with the exception of Star Wars, I did that too. I didn't really get into Star Trek. I haven't still haven't seen any of that shit. I haven't seen any of that. Yeah, more recently, within the past probably 10 years, I've gotten into it. I'm like, okay, I get this. And it's funny because there's a lot of like, there's a lot of. I guess if you want to call it spirituality, but it is. yeah, yeah, it intertwined like the universal stuff. Like yes. Even Star Wars, the Force is fucking all about spirituality and all this shit. Dude, I had to watch. So years ago, the drummer of my band was trying to get me into Battlestar Galactica, like the new one. He was just like, okay. this is the best I have show. tried because people gave it, love I that gave show. it a legitimate college effort, but I'm just sitting here like, I'm supposed to believe that Edward James almost is a badass. <laughs> yeah. It's Selena's dad. Yeah, like like <laughs> Selena's dad is just like That's he's like fire up that thruster. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> yeah, Selena. I think I made it like six episodes. Wasn't he in standing? He was standing yeah, deliver, standing stand deliver, stand yeah, deliver. Yeah, exactly. He's supposed to be a teacher standing up for his students, not some fucking general in a galaxy. Right. I just like could when, not believe it. When John Cusack did 2012. 2012. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Come on. You're an action hero now, John Cusack? Oh, get shit. Out. He get did an action? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With couple. Amanda Pete. Yeah. yeah. It was a, it was a apocalypse. Uh, apocalypse. Oh, my God. Because oh, yeah. you remember when 2012 was the end of the world? Yep. Mayans. Mayans. Those Mayans, bro. Dude, I just found out the other day there's a, there's a thing called an Aztec death whistle. Whistle? Ooh. Whistle. Whistle? Um, and so it's, it's, and I've, it's so funny because I've seen them before, but I thought they were just ornamental things. Mm-hmm. But when you blow in this thing, it sounds like a banshee screaming. Like a legit What's it supposed to do? Like call death? It scares off, uh, wards off evil spirits. Oh. It's fucking gnarly. I watched a couple YouTube videos. It wouldn't have been soothing if it's scaring off shit. Holy shit. Like it's chilling the way this thing sounds. Oh, I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah. Actually, I'll look it up right now. You guys uh, (laughs) can play it. Well, the thing about like um, uh, artificial intelligence or extending life through artificial intelligence, like, is intriguing, but at the same time, you're still. Putting your 
life in the hands of men rather than some, you know what I mean? Like you're counting on human beings to continue your life. So like, I yeah. don't know if I have enough. Yeah, a friend of mine when he's like, like, was, I mean, I remember like years ago, I was talking about this at a bar. And he was just like, I find it really hard to believe that we're going to create something smarter than ourselves. Yeah. You know, I still right. believe that a computer is smarter than us for a lot of yeah. shit. But, like, the the whole Skynet fucking T-1000 thing that I honestly, you know, took mm-hmm. as a documentary back when I was a kid, <laughs> yeah. back when T-2 came out. Oh, T-2. <laughs> yes. But, see, that was the thing. That was August 29th, 1997 is when that was supposed to fucking go down. So, well, there was a... So, re- James Cameron was wrong. <laughs> and the Mayans were wrong. wrong. I mean, everybody's wrong. wrong. <laughs> All right, here's that death whistle. No, that's, that's all. all of, of, that's all. Of, <laughs> also, a death whistle. Yeah, yeah. Whistles, and they are haunting. They're super creepy, super loud, and we have a couple of different ones just to try out for you. Jesus. Today. Oh no! As you can see, super high pitch. As you can oh, see. Oh no! Isn't that crazy. Oh, that is. Holy shit! I'm enamored. I don't I'm know sure, why. I'm sure you're. Yes. I'm sure. I'm sure your dog would. Fucking oh, hate that. Oh, I wouldn't use it for her. It's like I, I, I wouldn't use it for her. You don't, you don't need shit. it when you got Olive around. Right, but dude, I didn't know there was a thing that made that fucking noise. I didn't know that was something you could reproduce. Oh, That's yeah. crazy. I want one. I don't know why. But I, I kind of do too. Yeah. Just do it in my building at four o'clock in the morning, just off the roof, and just don't say anything to anybody. <laughs> you said Seattle was a fucking heart attack. I know. Oh, God, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Holy shit. Damn. Oh, man. Yeah, so that's a thing. Yeah, I want to wow. find more weird shit like that. Fucking you know, death Viking funeral. I was reading mm-hmm. an article recently about how uh, technology is already surpassing our emotional capacity as humans. Like, we, we, there's, like, it's gotten to a level where it's, um... Like, we're not able to use it in a way that it's meant to because we are not as advanced emotionally yet to be... Like, we're using it for silly things like greed and power and money. And, like, we're, like, have such a limited view. Mm -hmm. So I wonder, like, as we evolve as humans, maybe we would get to a point where, like, our technology would shift in, in a maybe not more spiritual direction, but, like using it for things other than just creating companies. Yeah. I think that's a, I, I, or appliances or things, you know, I think that's a hundred percent, you know, we, we, our technology grows with the mentality that we grow, right. You know, and if we can shift our focus from this greed and Mm -hmm. capitalistic mentality, this, this finite game, right. Where if I win, you have to lose, or if you win, Robin has to lose, right. We can't all win because there's not the the pie isn't big enough. Mm -hmm. But it is. We it just, is. We just we don't believe that now <clears throat> as we are existing exactly. in this time space reality. Exactly. Yeah. So we change the rules a little bit. We change the consciousness, the understanding, yeah. and then the pie becomes everybody's pie instead yeah. of a couple people's pie. You know, and with that 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 mentality, so it's 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 a lot of that shift in the mentality to understand it. But and it seems like it's a big task, but mm-hmm. it just takes it just takes time. Yeah. Right. And yeah. that's all we got right now is right. time. Yeah. And as jaded as a lot of people can be nice i feel very strongly didn't call me that, didn't say me uh <laughs> <laughs> didn't need to i feel very strongly that there is a shift and there is a there is a shift in this understanding of of life and yeah. with that shift of life i think the potentiality for what this technology can give us yeah. will really start to manifest as well you know because like take advertising for example like the uh, Freud's cousin wrote the fucking book on how to manipulate the mind to advertise back yeah. in the forties. Right. We've known that forever. Right. So we know how to tug at the heartstrings of the mind to get it to do what we want it to do, mm-hmm. but we're using it to sell sugar drinks and fucking crap. Right. right? Yeah. Here's right. your porn. Porn sells this, itself. This we don't need your marketing. This is a right? tool to get what we want rather than this is the end goal. Right. Yeah. So if we can take that idea and use that idea of how the brain works and give it good things and things that are joyful and loving and growing and yeah. you know, all these things, then maybe we can start that consciousness shift, but mm-hmm. we have to get out of that capitalistic mindset. But you know, like the kids I talk to nowadays and I say nowadays and the kids for a reason, like they're kids, they're, they're really smart and it yeah. feels like, like I know Robin, you don't believe in reincarnation, but you know, that's something I do believe in. And that's, 
you know, when you come back, it's more or less a clean slate because yeah. you have shit you got to learn. Yep. But there's these these kids are coming back and there's like this understanding that they have and there's just this like gleam in their eye about like okay we got this yeah we see what needs to be done expansion is <clears throat> inevitable like right. the next generation is always going to be better than the previous I, I i like to think that and i i, I don't you don't I, think? I, I especially with how especially with like the the gut check and the reality check that we got with like how race relations have been I, I, I do not share that optimism. I used to have that opinion. I used to and about I, I talked about it in a, in a class yeah and uh, I'm like every I said this in class I go every generation is more, more less racist or more tolerant than the one before it. She's like, nope and I don't I, think like she that, shut me down. I don't yeah. think I know, that like that's, I think that's my we point. adopt old beliefs absolutely yeah. that we yeah. bring from previous generations yeah. but I think like just consciousness expansion yeah. like is, it, it it's going it, it takes generations to happen right like it and it takes generations because of the new coming in and mm. i feel like even though if we look at just the lives that we've lived it doesn't look like we've made a lot of progress in terms of uh you know race relations queer but now look at all these kids that are in high schools that are not taking this bullshit anymore right. that are younger than we are Good point. and they right. see it for what it is so even though we're not seeing it now in this moment like it doesn't mean that it's not coming right. and i truly believe like <clears throat> this pandemic babies the gen the gen z is like they're walking out as a whole first in florida for, over the gay bill and that would have never happened in my high school, even though we're probably more progressive than we, my parents were, um, like, I think it's just perspective. Like, I think the new kids coming in see things differently and they should. Yeah. And it's time. A lot of it's time. You know, like you were saying, I mean, if you look, just look at the family structures from the past, like a hundred years, you know, um, say a hundred years ago in the twenties, kids were being beat still. Kids were like having jobs at the age of like five to seven to 10, right? Kids were doing all of these things that kids would never even fucking think about doing now because it's slowly, we understand that, okay, kids need to be nourished and need to be, you know, taken care of so they can grow up to be, you know, happy adults and then they can have kids and we're looking at this generationally, right? And so like, even in the sixties, like they used to smoke in houses. My mom still got beat as a child, oh, yeah, you know? Absolutely. And so like in the eighties, you know, like I got smacked a couple times as a kid, but my mom still loved me. And then yeah. now I'm a, I'm an adult and I don't hit my kids. And like, so there's like yeah. this and just like, that's just like a small snapshot. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, it just takes time for these generational things to start to go away. Yeah. And for racism, you know, that's, that's a deep one, but yeah. we've been dealing with racism for fucking hundreds of years. Yeah. So it takes a long time and I'm not excusing that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying we should take a long time, but yeah. shouldn't take it, a long time. It, but yeah. you know, like yes, we're not where we want to be, but we're still it's still uh, on the forefront. Right? It's still something yeah. we're talking about. It's not something yeah. we're sweeping aside. Yeah. You know, so these are all things that we're making progress for, and I do feel I do share that. You know, every generation there there is the potential for greatness. Yeah, and the information if they can ingest it in the inter- in their interesting way can move it forward. But there is still that stagnant stuff from the mm-hmm. past that comes along with us that we still have to mind and be, yeah. be, be aware of. Well, and just watching movies like so, from early 2000s, thinking that this was like a really... American um, Pie? Not <laughs> offensive or problematic movie. And right. then re-watching it even 10, 15 years later, and you're like, Jesus. Yeah. So like, I well, mean... Do, do we really think spanking a child? There's a fine line with that. There's a fine line with that. But I got really, spanked as a kid. I, I mean, I, I definitely was spanked. I wouldn't say that was a go-to by any of my parents. No, and I honestly, I honestly, I honestly yeah. can't even... I know my grandfather spanked me once, which doesn't fucking shock me. Right. But like, you know, do we necessarily view that as a bad thing? I think it's the... Um... There's a line there. Though. There, there is a line, right? And I, and, and, and that's, that's going to be up to the family, fuck. right? And that's gray as fuck. But I mean, I think right now, what the, the point I was trying to make was spanking is different than beating. Yeah, right? of course. Kids used to get the shit. Oh yeah, 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 Thirties, forties, and we viewed 60s. kids differently. They are to be seen and not heard, and right. they are, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. So like the the parenting style in general, right? We used to be like, you know, we used to use kids as part of the farm, right? You, we have kids so we can keep that farm going. As soon as you can pick up a shovel, you're fucking shoveling yeah, shit, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Now it's like, okay, no, that kid goes to school. That kid needs to be loved. That kid needs to have some kind of family structure, blah, blah, blah. So. Well, and not to say that like each one's perfect because like you, you take like a childhood like uh, from 
like someone like me who was born in 87 grew up really in the late 90s early 2000s like millennial generation we were showered with uh like you know everyone always brought participation trophies and all that shit and you know but it was because our parents that they were giving us what they had they were lacking in theirs and then the millennials are, are now seeing what we didn't like about how we were raised and how we were treated yeah. and now our children are going to have something different to complain about and then they will exactly. expand from that experience and then their kids are going to expand from that experience and then one day we're going to get it right thank you know you so, like, thank you yeah that's how i view optimism not that like there is a right and a wrong way like yeah. and we're finally going to uh, get there but like we're expanding from all of the contrast we have experienced generationally how I look at my, how my mom was raised and now it makes sense why she treated me the way she treated me and because it was the way her mom treated her and now I'm not having any kids, but I, if I did, like, I would take all that into consideration. I was talking about spanking kids, or, you know, and I obviously don't have any fucking kids, but we were talking about spanking children at work and a co-worker was like, oh, my dad used to spank me and this was the funniest thing I wanted to tell the story. He goes, yeah, my dad was spanking me and he said the classic... This hurts me more than it hurts you. Okay. Okay. So I hadn't heard this. So the dude I work with goes, do you want to switch spots? That's what he fucking said. And he's like, oh, my dad (laughs) fucking kicked the shit out of me. That is dope. Uh, I was just like, that is the best response I've ever heard in my life. Switch spots. (laughs) (laughs) You want to switch? This hurts wow. me more than it hurts you. Oh my god, that's great. That's the most brilliant response to that. It really is. Yeah. Ballsy. Yeah, well, it like, it's like, I'm already yeah, in it. Yeah, it, did, it didn't work out for him. No, and we knew it wouldn't. It we knew it wouldn't. Yeah. I think he knew it wouldn't. But it's a funny as fuck story yeah. now. That's great. God, dude. Those wounds have healed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Death... I think meditations helped me a lot with understanding death. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of good death meditations. Mm. Um, like, um, there's this one that my buddy Tang used to do. And it, it basically, I don't know if this is one he did. I can't remember now. But there's a Tibetan death meditation where they. Oh, that's a big spider. Oh, yeah, it's a big spider. Oh, no. I was going to try to be like, I was going to try to be like fucking radio professional. But that's, no, that's, that's a big, big motherfucker. That's you. That is huge. Oh yeah, there you go. Put your water That's over That's a big jamma. Speaking of death. Yeah, speaking of death. Isn't that funny that our little spider friend, don't they have like a death meeting? I'm going to look that up. I think they do. See, so yeah, yeah, he's doing the nice thing. Symbolism. Oh, yoga block on top of the mug. Yeah, I'm not letting that fucker get out. Mm. Yeah, he could definitely lift up that, thing, that that's like a 30 ounce thermal glass. Hey, you never know. Never you know. Like small and shit, like a cat. Creep up under the door. Damn. God damn, man. That was big fucker. What are we talking about? Lord. Death. No. I'm just avoiding it. It, it, <laughs> it is not symbolism for death, so we're good. Okay. We're good. Apparently, Maine's looking into making funeral Viking funerals legal, and there's a place in Colorado that does it where you can set shit on fire on a lake. And they do, and they do twelve a year. They do twelve a year. I don't think this is really gonna take off. I'm gonna need to be some Russian oligarch to pull this shit off. Like, no, I bought a fucking lake. I mean, how big does the lake need to be? I don't. I'm too fuck. I don't know. I'm just like, <laughs> I, I haven't looked at. I haven't looked at. I haven't puddle. <laughs> yeah, puddle. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That's a good way to go, though. That's a good way to go. Yeah, a little Viking death. Don't you I mean, but let's be though? honest, though. I mean, what is the likelihood of those going out, though? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, they're in the movies. It's just all accelerant. Thing goes right up and shit. But well, then it's just a bunch of wet logs burns. and stuff. You know. I would. I would. I, well, I guess yeah, wet logs. So maybe you got to. You got to. I mean, your level of kindling and but stuff. They I mean, not to see, I better be. Yeah. I better be just on some. No, I mean, I'm gonna be on some serene fjord or some shit. But my point is, you better put me on like, you know, those like that, that like that packing straw boat. that they use for like wine bottles and. Shit yeah. that like wood, yes. that like wood sawdust yes. shit, like that soaked in kerosene. I'm like, I want to make sure it goes yeah. up yeah. right. Go up like sure. a struck match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go up like a struck match. Yeah, yeah. That's right. We're gonna make this happen. It's fucking tat out. <laughs> I can't wait for you to die now. Yeah, I know. It actually party. sounds pretty tight. It does sound tight. Yeah, I keep looking at the spider. I literally thing. thought Good this Lord. cup moved. I was yeah, like, is the this spider moving yeah. from yeah. the inside? It's a big spider, yeah. man. He's, he's chilling. He's in his zen, zen mug. 
He'll be all right. Yeah, I'm sure he's very fucking thrilled. He went from a very light world where he's free, free to roam the land to a pitch black. Very Do you sm- kill bugs or spiders? so? So here's the Speaking thing. So death. so here we have a thing. I know Adam's gonna do the right thing and he's gonna catch him and let him outside and stuff. So I weird. I see. I have I have a I have a deal about I have a domain thing. I don't kill any animal or bug or insect outside, but I have a I have a you're in my shit. You tell your friends what happened. Like, here. like yeah, you go you go back. And I you want tell the them. scream to reach your You tell them. You tell them. Who did this? Robin. (laughs) (laughs) No Viking fire for you, motherfucker. Yeah, Yeah, no, I don't fuck around if they're in my house. It's on, especially spiders. Oh, there was a, uh, god damn it, there was a time that Madison and I were working, and uh, you, it was a Saturday night, and you were off, and uh, we uh, reenacted a, a war scene on Robin's desk. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, with uh, these little army guys that we had, right? And so you we set some shit stuff. on fire, too. You set some stuff on fire. And there was a casualty. And we actually had a funeral for this little guy. And so Madison made this little uh, coffin out of uh, paper. And uh, a little coffin with a little top. And so we put them in there. We played taps on like YouTube. Oh, they played taps in the background and recorded it. <laughs> And sent it to him. Sent it to me, and this was this was like probably a week after. Everyone's like, "Yo, Rob, we never get anything done. You never, <laughs> never getting shit done when you're here. You're just fucking off on YouTube." <laughs> so in the middle of a Friday rush, I get a text message of like the the entire fucking management team in the office. I'm just like, "Fucking, fuck all, fuck all y'all." That was funny as shit, though. See, that's what happens when you don't go to work. We have fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, have fun. <laughs> that's right. We loosen up. Yeah, we loosen up. Yeah, it's just so, everything's so tight when you're at work. <laughs> oh, I remember what I was going to say before the giant spider scared us. Scared me, at least. Um, the Tibetan death meditation. Yeah, oh, yeah, So, yeah. Um, So the idea is uh, for you to picture your body as is, like mm-hmm. whatever you want to as, as you are now. Uh, laying down and then over time um, so you're watching your body decay and so you're watching your hair fall out you're watching your your skin start to shrink you're watching the grubs start to maggots start to like consume your body basically break you down the the bones turn to dust and you become part of the earth again yeah and so basically you look at that as your meditation throughout the entire like however long you want to do it for yeah uh first time i did it was like probably an hour because it just took me a long time to like fully get to that idea yeah um but yeah it's a really um and it's supposed to help you accept like get to that acceptance like you're gonna be reborn like right now like fuck like we're part like hummingbird feathers and like whale and like all these like stones. Literal and crazy stardust. Shit. Yeah, right. Like, like there's all literal kinds of like, shit in space that cool is in our us. bones. Yeah. Like that's not a coincidence to yeah. me. It's yeah. great. So like, fucking, I'm I'm excited to see. In a, in a way, I am. I'm excited to see what that next step is. Yeah. You know, me like too. I think you know. In a way, again, like we were talking about suicide earlier. I think sometimes. Maybe I'm just framing this now with a different mindset, but that idea of suicide before was just, I think, this strong desire to get back to something yeah. that we've left, but we got to remember we chose, again, depending on your ideals, um, mm-hmm. we chose to be here. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's something that really helps me in hard times is that, you know, with the reincarnation idea, um, you know, when you die, you, you go up and you get met up with, you know, a spiritual advisor of sorts, if you want to call him that. And you talk about the life you just lived and how it was and what you thought about it, what you'd like to do differently, what challenges you'd like to see in your next life. Mm -hmm. And then you go forth. So when you face those challenges in your life, the death, the, the despair, whatever it is, in a way, there isn't death in that perspective right like, and there is no doubt right yeah. and, and there's that that, that thing that, that you knew that you could handle this mm-hmm. you knew that this was important for you to understand so yeah. all this hard stuff that you go through in life your other life that knew and, and believed in you and had full confidence of you as a human being to get to this point and even fuck up but know that you'll still continue on you, like there's some solace in that for me for you sure know? 
Well, even in like with the uh, CIA document that was saying that like it's been proven that we live in a simulation universe. And I think of it not as like a game simulation, but almost as like that reincarnation thing of like, this is just the playing ground where we figure shit out and we expand as consciousness. Right. But like, this is not home base. This is just like where we go for a certain amount of time. Right. Like, and then we, we go back and, hey, I want to tap back in. Okay, great. We're going to go back in. Yeah. Um, but like... That sounds cool. Yeah, it's it makes life a little less scary when I think of it that way for me. Like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm not here to... It, that sounds it, like some Matrix-ass shit. Yeah, but like... But it, more of a choice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It makes it feel like it, yeah. I have more control than I'm giving myself credit for. And so if I have more control, then maybe I don't need to be so worried about life coming at me and i can look at life coming from me so if that's true do you think like those you know we can get into the mental health and the homelessness issue but do you think like some of those people living on the street you know <laughs> well chose to jump back in and did like let me let me ride that out yes so, so for the so a lot of the um people that i have been listening to for spiritual stuff it's a you don't know what you do want and it's more clearly than when you're living what you don't want. And I think, um, like what Adam said, like we choose, like, especially with, uh, my parents, like I have a really tumultuous relationship with my parents. So thinking about like, why would I choose that experience as a child? But like now being where I am, I'm able to see that like, Oh, that gave me a really clear idea of what I don't want. Right. And I wouldn't have that clarifying moment without experiencing that. And so looking at it in that way, rather than I was, this thing happened to me, it makes me feel more in power of my situation, hmm. I guess. Yeah. But I, I mean, I can't speak on, well, one of yeah. the ideas behind reincarnation also is that, you know, as we're learning lessons in this life, we have to learn all of the lessons, mm -hmm. right? And we can't do it in a life, yeah. right? And so the idea with reincarnation is you reincarnate through all the lives you need to, experiencing all the things you need to, death, destruction, you being the victim, you being the aggressor, you being the racist, mm -hmm. you being the person that is like, th that draws the racism. Mm -hmm. Like you have to experience life and all it's bad, all of it's greatness, all of it's woes. You're a homeless person. You're the richest person in the fucking world. Everything in between, because you got to understand the minutia of humanity. Yeah. And once you do, that's that, that idea of whatever, 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 right? It's all fucking hypothesis, right? Yeah. That's a story. Humans like stories, right? Yeah. That's a story that somebody's come up with. That makes sense to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. It feels really good. There you go, right? Yeah. But that 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 idea that you know that constantly learning, constantly learning. You know, we're learning so much in these in this humanity, and if we pay attention to the lessons we learn, it makes life a little bit smoother. Yeah. Right. Because we're not con repeating. Contrast those. brings expansion and diversity. Like you don't like coming in with a feathered nest and just having like that's. Like even when we think about stories, like no one wants to read a story or watch a movie where just like everything goes right. Like mm -hmm. everything, you know, lessons are learned, one good thing after another. Like that's just a life nobody lives. And um, so thinking like about the show it, Friends, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> nobody lives that fucking life. Exactly. Fucking Chandler. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only one I can remember. Off my yeah, head. I know. I didn't really watch that show. I, they probably had some Chandler sad thing. parts. No, I, fucking, uh, I, I fucking know Chandler. I just haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel you on that. There's a, uh, yeah, there's beautiful in the, in, in the horrible and mm -hmm. there is fucking horrible in the beautiful. Yeah. Seemingly beautiful. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What do you think about that, Robin? What are Robin? your thoughts, Robin? You're oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, uh, Reincarnation. Reincarnation. What are your thoughts? That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and that's cool. That's yeah. Cool. You know, that's totally fine. <laughs> Uh, well, anything else on death? Viking pirates. Yeah, it'd be tight. I mean, Viking we got to figure out how that maybe there's a business opportunity. There's got to be some thing with like, oh, if we're going to get go. to the actual meat and potatoes of this thing, I, I bet you there's going to be some problem with just disposing of a body in a water source. Yeah. yeah we gotta really Especially make sure with kerosene and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The accelerant, finding the right, the right you know, if we're going to really Someone do out this. there knows of any 
uh, well, I think, sustainable fuel accelerants. Well, we could you know also think about the way you stack the logs, right? So you get really buoyant, water-resistant logs at yeah. the bottom. And you build that up, and then yeah. like you make a barrier, and then you put the really like flame. Like a know, boat made out of flame. You know, if, if you just oh, think about, if you just think about this, go. this, 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 this problem of uh, basically the the body going into the uh, water, you know, the water source of yeah. the soil, and fucking up with the uh, groundwater. Yeah. I don't want that. Well, that's why I got to make sure it's burned all the way before it gets down there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why are we reinventing the wheel? Vikings have been doing this for <laughs> yeah. centuries. Why don't we just like read an old Viking text? They probably have the details also. I believe somewhere. they're called sagas. I might be wrong. <laughs> I did take a Viking class back in 07, but I'm, that may be sagas. I might be wrong. <laughs> Fucking All shit. Right. Well, Good find, times. Find the sagas. Yeah. All right. Die with dignity. <laughs> Oh, is that that new? That's a law thing. Yeah, it? that's that's oh, actually which that. I'm actually for that. So oh, yeah, we can, end, we, can we can end with that. Let's end with that. Yes. <laughs> right. Absolutely. I do like that. I'm yeah. right on board with that. Yeah, it Kevorkian was ahead of his anybody's time. Choice. Yeah, Kevorkian yeah. was totally ahead of his time for sure. Yeah. Too too enthusiastic. Thumbs up. For that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Doesn't do that. Like, yeah, let's end on that. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, too, yeah, yeah we're all we're all for that one. Free will. Fuck yeah. <laughs>